0: why, what, and how? Tuesday and Kate will break it down for you now. Hey, Betsy. Hey, Kate. It's only 12 more days till ALA. So, okay. if right. we rewrite the 12 days of Christmas no, and then ahead. or uh, or what if if we have like an advent calendar and um, each day we open up the calendar to something like, "Oh, it's a little tiny book." Or, oh look, it's a little tiny John Sheska. Or it's a little
1: <laughs> Okay, I actually would pay money for a little tiny John Sheska. Oh man. Someone should make little tiny figurines of all the children's book authors and illustrators and I could just line them up on my desk. Or you can open up it in, in, in
0: like the night before it's a little tiny Caldecott. The, oh no, nice. that's you know?
1: good. I do like that. You know what? We'll make a fortune. Right? Selling only to children's librarians. <laughs> And maybe (laughs) children's booksellers. (laughs) And enthusiasts. And authors and illustrators.
0: Maybe you could order by theme. So like each calendar could be like, this is children's book themed. This is adult novel themed. This is like Newberry themed. Look,
1: it's a teeny tiny Charles Dickens. Yeah. Ooh. Right? Man. Why don't they make... Okay. We could make a fortune with adult advent calendars for more than just Christmas. Yes. Okay. That's it. That's our business plan. Okay. We can can stop this whole... uh, this whole podcast. You too, vote score. Five ninety nine ninety nine. Get your own. Individualize. Nine ninety nine ninety nine, nine, nine. Yes. But what what, what what are we actually here for? What is this? What oh. is this place? What is this called? A uh, fuse eight and cake. That's right. And uh if I am Betsy, then you must be Kate. That's right. And what do we do? Sell so, tiny little Africa We do know <laughs> that's the new side hustle. <laughs> I'm completely behind it and now someone is seriously going to steal this idea and do it because it's a brilliant idea go for it yeah it's too much work I don't know how to make tiny people (laughs) Uh, yes no we actually read picture books I would go
0: into like a game shop like where they sell like little figurines for D&D and they'd be like John Cheska you happen to look like a goblin
1: (laughs) you just take a goblin you happen to look like an orc it's not like a yeah exactly your personal opinion or anything oh man i so want to make these but i don't have any abilities (laughs) to do so okay no 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 we read picture books. that's what we do don't you want to be an elf you could be an elf i am already an elf an aracocra you could be an aracocra oh i do want to be i'm already a bird okay anyway picture books (laughs) all right picture books focus (laughs) right focus woman we have read picture books on this podcast and determine if they are good or bad yes yes so remember last week, like, when I was bringing you one that was on this BBC list yep. of, like, the greatest children's books of all time, which is yep. most of them now. And it was crap. And, 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 and no, it wasn't crap. It was that we hadn't done it. We had done it. We, I brought you the Well, the, the first three book robbers. you gave me, <laughs> we did. <laughs> right, but the Anatole second... was not on that list. And yeah, I and, that was, and that was well, not a Well, I still wanted to bring you a book from that list okay. that we had not done. So I know for a freaking fact we have not done this one. It was a little farther down the list. Uh, but I, it had to be because we've done a lot of the books on there. So this one we haven't done. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Boo! So much! By Trish Cook. Illustrated by Helen Oxenbury. Fascinating title, this one. Uh, and it has won nothing serious, but it was a Parenting Reading Magic Award winner, whatever that means. And a Child Magazine Best Children's Book. Whatever that means. And it's Helen Oxenbury, who we have maybe never done? Whoa. I don't think we've ever done a Helen Oxenbury. I just blew my mind. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, guess what? We're doing our first one, and you're going to go read it. Okay. 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 While Kate does her read, I could tell you about Helen Oxenbury, but I'm actually really interested in telling you about Trish Cook. So this is the author of this book. Now, Trish Cook was born in Bradford, but her parents were from Dominica. They were part of the Windrush generation. If you're American like myself, you may not have heard of the Windrush generation. That's okay. I can help you out with that. There are two picture books out right now that will help you out with that. One is Windrush Child by John Agard, illustrated by Sophie Bass. And the other one just came out in May of 2023. It's Granny Came Here on the Empire Windrush. And that's by Patrice Lawrence and illustrated by Camilla Sucra. And, uh, so, yeah, so she, uh, is of Dominican heritage, she worked as a stage manager for the Black Theater Co-op, uh, now known as Nitro Beat, uh, and then she writes scripts, uh, she's written scripts for EastEnders and Doctors and The Real McCoy and Brothers and Sisters, and then, of course, she wrote this book! So much! Came out in 1994, uh, it won in the 0-5 to five category of the Nestle Smarties Book Prize, which, as I recall... The first Harry Potter book uh, won a Nestle's Smarties Book Prize back in the day. It was also a highly commended book for the Kate Greenaway Medal. Uh, It was shortlisted for both the Sheffield Children's Book Award and the Nottinghamshire Children's Book Award. And then since then, she keeps busy. She does tons of stuff. Um, She had a whole series of interracial adaptations of children's fairy tales, uh, like Cinderella. And she did a pantomime that was nominated for an Olivier Award, so... She has a lot going on, and this picture book is one of those things.
0: And you're back. Could you ever watch uh, Teen Girl Squad by uh, Homestar Runner? No, I've heard of it, but I've never actually seen it. This was in, like, the early, early days of the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, these badly drawn cartoons and... They would always say "so good." And so, every, so when I saw the title, I was like, "so
1: much." I do that with picture books all the time. Where like, if a title like there's a picture book that came out not that long ago called "What About Worms?" And of course, every time I say it, be like, "What About Worms?" Don't you want someone to care about you every time? <laughs> Instead of "What About Love?" Oh, yeah. Okay. What
0: about worms? Okay. <laughs> well, um, we we. Turn the page to the title page and see the freakiest toes I've ever seen. Oh, I like
1: the toes. I don't. Okay.
0: don't. This she is... has
1: a very distinctive way of doing toes. It is a very Helen Oxenbury toad. To kid.
0: be clear, it's it's a picture of like maybe a one-year-old, right? Oh,
1: if that. Yeah and, yeah.
0: and his toes on his left foot are curling in. Well, they do that. So you can see like the bottom of the foot and the toenails And of the each top toe. of the toe. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the one illustration that just... I, I can't. I can't look at you it. you. Can't with that. I one. can't. You can't with that. One. No. That will
1: not be your tattoo. But no, yeah.
0: definitely not. No, no. Uh, no. But instead, we have font the size of Montana. Yeah, that's so
1: you can read across the room. <laughs> it's huge. Grandmas would appreciate that font I, with their failing eyesight. Be like, oh, thank God. They, they sure would. <laughs> thank you. So also, you, I feel like this might be a slightly larger version of the book than usual. But anyway, yeah. I. I it's ginormous. Messi. It's really big. It's like a really. Big, it might be this. It might be the anniversary larger edition. I don't know. I've seen. Okay. I've seen smaller versions. I think. Okay. I would hope so. I think. <laughs> yeah. So we meet a uh, mom and baby, mm-hmm. and they're not doing
0: anything. Mom's in heels. Yeah, but oh, they're like hitting heels. Yeah. Okay. They're heels. And then uh, they're looking out the window, and mm-hmm. then someone knocks on the door, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be. Now the question is, do you say? Auntie or auntie? Aunt, well, I'm American, so I say auntie. No, Americans also say auntie. Well, Americans dep- are wrong. No, <laughs> it depends on what part of America you're from.
1: I see, I see. Well, that's an
0: auntie. My husband, the penguinologist, he calls it
1: auntie. Auntie. Yeah. Auntie. Do you have a garage? I think it might also be a southern thing. <laughs> it. Well, that would make sense to me. Even then, I would think they'd say auntie. Auntie. Well... Mm. no so well it's either auntie or auntie
0: okay, Aunt baby mm-hmm. uh, she comes in oh, she looks comfortable and she okay those are comfortable shoes okay speaking of shoes mm-hmm. the shoes in this book uh-huh. are detailed to a t yes they are perfection i mean these are like what timberland yeah these possibly? are timberland yeah, boots, okay, yeah. yeah yeah, but all the shoes in this book i'm like these are perfect yeah they are perfectly illustrated they were the first thing that I noticed. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So she wants to... So the the title of the book, So Much. It's because so much. someone comes over. They say, I want to do X, Y, Z so, so much.
1: much. It's right. fun to say out loud. To be perfectly fair.
0: So this in this case, she wants to squeeze the baby so much. So much. Nice. So, so, so she she. plays... the. She puts the baby on her knee and plays clap, clap and stomps her foot. Now, here's where you can see really good attention to detail of the boots, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you also see (laughs) covers of other books that have some Wingdings
1: font on the title of the Uh, book. Are these references to other Helen Oxenbury books? So sometimes illustrators will do that. They'll put their own books in the background. So then why not put the title? That is weird. I don't know why. It's like some hieroglyphics or something. It does look like hieroglyphics, yes. That's exactly what it looks like. I don't know or what's maybe, going on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want to get sued by somebody. I don't know. Well, I I was just
0: shocked by the tension detail to the boots next mm. to the wingdings cover. Yeah, so I don't the know. boots
1: are being a lot more careful attention than the book.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. So then the three of them stopped and just aren't doing anything. Mom and Viva mm-hmm. and the baby. Just out, yeah. And then someone knocks on the door, and they look over. And it's Uncle Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and he says, uh, I want to kiss the baby. I want to kiss the baby. I want to kiss him so much. So much. And again, sneakers on point. Oh, yeah. Perfect shading. Yeah. On on point loving. So he's like flipping the baby over. It says till he nearly drops him. Uh, maybe don't do that. Well, uh, that's
1: pretty accurate. That's a lot <laughs> of uncles get very into the whole, like, let's flip children upside
0: down. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he does. Uh, and then we're back to you know, the four of them not doing so anything. we're sort of hanging out, yeah. And I just want to point out, throughout this book, the baby has this stuffed teddy bear. Uh-huh. The teddy bear's expressions change.
1: No way! Yeah. That's clever. I love it when they do that subtly. It's very yeah. subtle. It's very good. I didn't That's notice until
0: the very, very end of the book. Did you
1: then go back and, like, look at the teddy bear's well, face? Well, I mean, you can see right
0: now the teddy bear is like, looking out the window nice. with the other ones. So they're all just nice. sitting around yeah. and lo and behold the doorbell rings
1: the colors are so interesting like when nothing's going on the colors become like super muted except for red yeah which is the one color which is sort of allowed in yep yeah and then you flip the page and it's nanny
0: and grand so then i was thinking how do you think nanny and grand
1: are related to the baby see so i you could interpret this as the grandmother and her partner Mm-hmm. And they could have come up with the names Nanny and Grand-Grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that easily. Or they could be the two grandmothers from either sides of the family who are just friends and hang out together. Or um, but I one would... of them could be the Nanny. And oh, I hadn't even thought about that. But wouldn't Nanny be with a Y? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe yeah. that's
0: just her name? Maybe her name is... Na- I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But I
1: like the idea that they're a couple. <laughs> I maybe. like that a lot. I think that's forward thinking. I
0: like, again attention to detail with the shoes, uh, the feet swelling Mm -hmm. of one of them. And her feet being too big for the shoes. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is painfully accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at her. She's doing great things with shoes. Yeah. And so
0: so Nanny and Grand Grand come in. And they were like, I want to eat him. I want to eat the baby. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's part <laughs> of what inspired Where the Wild Things Are. You know, in the wild, Where the Wild Things Are, he said... Those monsters were based on his relatives, who would say, "We'll eat you up. We love you." So, oh. you know, that's that's why he named each one of the monsters after one of his relatives. That's, <laughs> that's creepy. Moisha, and uh,
0: yeah. So they are dancing around, and again, you can see feet swelling with yeah. the profile of the shoes. Those shoes look painful well, too. Again, little kitten heels. I know, but
1: heels but they're are heels, just right? a, they're about a half size too small. Just there, a, yeah.
0: Yep, and they might,
1: not, they might not have been half size too small when she left. I'm just <laughs> Maybe. And they're hogging him and loving him and dancing dance, around, or dance, or dance
0: and, around. And then, uh... <laughs> and then
1: it's just everything just goes...
0: Right. <laughs> and then, again, they're all not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Someone knocks on the door. Back to the muted colors except for red. Do you think they're watching TV? Um, Are we the TV? I, th- I think they're just sitting around. Okay. Doing nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. It mean It says... They weren't doing anything. Okay. So You're
1: watching is doing something. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so then, right, cousin KK and big cousin Ross. I was like, all right, that's cool. As long <laughs> they, as he's fine with it. Yeah. They uh, they come in and uh, they want to fight the baby. I was like, he's
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait a little bit longer for that one. Yeah. Nope. Nope. They're gonna <laughs> they're just gonna start fighting. So you just start fighting. Ding with ding the ba- ding. With the baby. Round one. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where my money is. But here's
0: what's interesting. They, the the illustrator didn't put in details when it came to those book titles, Mm -hmm, right? Right. But they will put in details to say that these are Nike shoes that. Oh, it
1: actually says Nike? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's product placement. Interesting.
0: So I was like, why would you put some specific details of brands or titles or whatever, but then not others? Well, makes it more authentic in some ways. I but mean, the book's like, you know. But the other sneakers that Uncle Dee Dee's wearing, you can't see the brand. Oh, interesting. So yeah. I, I wonder why it specifically points out that
1: they're Nikes. I don't know. Yeah. I would love to know the process but of making no this swoosh. Book. Like, I don't know. Well,. Yeah, no, maybe the swish is the copyrighted part. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It could be, yeah. Or it's just a weird angle. Anyway, so, right. So he's fighting the
0: baby. They're wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pushes the baby. The baby hits back. He gives the baby a pinch. The baby slaps him, and then they laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Okay. Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. And then the house is full, mm-hmm. and everyone is they're you know playing cards and dominoes and then you got the two that are fighting and then you got someone who's playing music and the mom is like what craziness all around and i'm like oh this is like when our family gets together yeah, exactly because yeah. there's nine of us and it can mm-hmm. definitely get loud and crazy yep. with folks talking and playing games and some people running around to say we
1: don't have a baby anymore so uh <laughs> yeah nope no babies no babies
0: yep but <laughs> okay remember when i was like There's really good attention to detail in these illustrations. Okay. Hold that thought. Okay. Because as they're all just playing around, then you can hear ding dong and someone comes home and you open the, you turn the page and surprise, it's daddy. Daddy came home.
1: (laughs) And the cousin, you can see his butt crack. Oh my gosh. Yes, you can. (laughs) I was like... I literally just saw the butt crack (laughs) of one of the guys who banded our Falcons at the library the other day. So yeah. It's a plumber's crack. It's a plumber's crack, yeah. That's
0: accurate. (laughs) And I was like, I love again, that little attention to detail. Mm -hmm. It's just I thought it was perfect. Um, and daddy comes home and everyone's like giving him a hug and the baby wants to like climb up on him and Mm -hmm. mom is getting ready now to put all the food out that she's been cooking and hey look, a newspaper in Kid Lit so what we, it's a newspaper oh okay in kid
1: Lit. oh i see for the instagram account newspapers and yeah in kidlit gotcha. yeah they, they will like, make sure to include it they for would the like instagram. this page because
0: there is a random newspaper there because is the, a random newspaper. the father comes home with a newspaper and a briefcase mm-hmm. like all
1: which sort of shows that this book was made what 1994
0: It's <laughs> this very old
1: timey like yeah this is what a father looks like Fathers when he comes come home with briefcases and newspapers and wearing suits, wearing suits. Yep. Yes. This and is really it. nice socks. Yeah, the, I do and like I the like attention. his socks. again attention to detail. I know, right. So right.
0: So you turn the page and they're a all, wordless two page spread. They're all having a party, but again, attention to detail. <laughs> One of I don't know if it's. Grand, grand, or, or nanny, but you can see like her back. Oh, you can the see bra that, strap! You can see a little the bit. Of, of the bra strap. Yeah, where because like the, the dips. shirt dips down. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like,
1: "That is that's perfection." Yeah, it's little things it's like, like, like that. Little, little, little things. Yes, it shows that the illustrator cares. Yeah. And thinks about these things. Yeah. 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 I I just thought it was perfect. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> it's time for the baby to go to bed, and the baby's like, "No!" Yeah. And everyone's like. Too bad so- <laughs> exactly yeah oh, did, yeah and oh look the baby's doing that thing where like the baby like a kid does not want to be picked up and they're like flailing and you've got the, but you've got a good grip around them and you are not letting go even yep. if you're in heels <laughs> and they put the baby to bed and again you got the
0: the teddy bear flying around as the baby is remembering how everyone wanted to squeeze him and eat him and fight him and kiss him so much until he tuckers out and looks. Well, yeah, he, he, at, he must be exhausted. And at the very end, you can see the, oh, teddy, the teddy bear. Oh, the teddy asleep. It's now sleeping.
1: Yep. When it was wide awake the page before, mm-hmm. now it's sleeping next I to the baby. I really appreciate that this did not end with the baby wanting to stay up or the baby like creeping out of the crib, and then everyone's like, we're so glad you're back, or you never should have gone to bed in the first place. Like, no, the mom's like, no it is bedtime, <laughs> you are going to bed, that is the end of that sentence. And it's how the book ends. That's how the book ends. That's how it's supposed to end. You don't end with the baby partying all night, no.
0: What's a little strange, though, it, and I'm not quite sure why this is, again, attention to detail, the father comes home, and on the first time you see the father, you don't see a tie. You right. turn the page, he's hugging the baby. Again, you still well, don't see a tie. Well, but it's kind covered up, though, right? I don't you don't even see it like around the collar. Oh, weird. But then when you It does suddenly
1: seem to have a tie. Unless it was really low because it is a loose tie. I mean it had to be unless well, but no, it'd be under the collar there. Right. So that that's
0: why I was kinda like That is a little weird. That's strange
1: to uh, That is weird that suddenly a tie has appeared on him. I came home, I'd like to put on a tie (laughs) now. Excuse me while I put on a tie (laughs) to celebrate my birthday. (laughs) As is the custom. And that's the end. Yes. The end. All right. So I'm really curious about this one because, you know, the author uh, who wrote this, her her parents uh, came from the Dominican Republic uh, to England. Um, but Helen Oxenbury is the whitest British, whitest woman you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, but she's the illustrator. And so I wonder if there was a fair n- amount of collaboration and communication between the two of them for this book. Because I do feel like this is, it doesn't have the feel of older, significantly older white British lady making assumptions about, well, what do people wear on their feet? What do people wear on their, you know, Mm. their, their clothing? So I feel like some sort of communication had to have existed between the author and the illustrator on this. I don't know that there is because records on this don't seem to exist. So, but if anyone happens to know the history of this book, I would very much like to hear it. Rating time. It's a cute right? story. Right? It's so good. It's so I good. Mean, read aloud, too. And if you have
0: a big family, I'm sure you can 100% relate. Yeah. I, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. I love the attention to details, except for the foot on the title page. Aw, that freaks me
1: out. You better not uh, see any of her other baby books, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, Okay. It's a lot uh, of
0: that. Nanny and Grand Grand are my favorites. I don't know how many p- picture books there are that feature a big black family, so I'm really glad that this one is out there. Is it full of drama and mystery and the plot keeps you guessing? No.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't know. You don't know who they're waiting for. You do not realize until the end that there is a a twist. Well, is the font big enough to read from a mile away?
0: Yes. Good. Yes. Um, But I thought it was a cute story. I gave it a six.
1: Okay. Yeah. So this is, first of all, finding anything from the 90s that features a large black family at all that is a great read aloud, that has fantastic art, um, and that you would like to read multiple times. That is the triumvirate right there. That's something you desperately want. I was not surprised that this showed up on the BBC's list. I was just a little sad it was this low on the BBC's list. Um, it's a great combination of... I mean, really, I, can't, I just can't say it enough. The text is good on this. Um, the repetition. Um, it breaks the rule of threes, which you can do in a picture book. Um, and then it has an ending where the baby actually goes to bed. Which, yep. as a mother... I'll very much prove that in I think that's a very good thing. Also, the mom looks great all the way through. She's wearing a white dress with a baby, and she maintains that white dress throughout the book, which is impressive (laughs) in and of itself. Clearly, she is not the one feeding the baby that night. Uh, Somebody else may have taken that duty. I suspect her sister. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm a big, big fan of this one. I actually would go as high as an eight. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah.
0: with our scores combined, it's over five, so it's a classic. It's a classic! Hey.
1: Lettuce time. Ooh. I may have mentioned this before. We didn't have a lot this week, um, but I think, did I mention to you before that someone had a whole uh, Twitter thread where they realized that there's a ghost in Goodnight Moon? No. Yes, somebody said that, and I i was not the one who noticed it, but one of our listeners noticed it and was like, this fact was already pointed out on Fuse 8 and Kate. And so I Aww. was able to come in and be like, yes, it was. Here's the link to the episode. And many people appreciated it. And oh, hopefully, nice. uh, in turn, went and listened to it. So, yes. So, there you go. But see, these people come up with, like, these insights. We're like, pfft, We figured that out years ago. (laughs) Years ago. Nice. Um, The only other thing is that we had mentioned uh, in our Anatole episode that we just did that the Rabbit Hole in Kansas City is doing an entire Anatole exhibit. They were so happy that we mentioned it. They said, thanks, Fuse8 and Kate, for the shout out to our Anatole exhibit in this week's episode of your Kidlit Podcast. And then they made sure that all their followers listened to the episode. Oh, that's um, And nice. they did that on multiple uh, social media sites. So awesome. I was very appreciative of the good people of the rabbit hole. Grown-up things we like.
0: Okay, so I mentioned that I want to do something pride-related every grown-up thing this mm-hmm. month. And my pride recommendation is the new Hulu show, Drag Me to Dinner, <laughs> uh, hosted by Murray Hill, who- Oh, Murray uh, Hill.
1: Is, oh. Yeah. Murray Hill was in Brooklyn when I lived in New York.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. he uh, is on my previously mentioned grown thing, I like Somebody Somewhere on HBO Max. Hmm. If you haven't seen that, it's also a great pride recommendation. Um, but Drag Me to Dinner, it's hosted by Neil
1: Patrick Harris. Yeah, okay. He's been talking about it on Instagram. Yep, okay, His yeah.
0: husband, David Burka. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also my favorite drag queen in the entire world, uh, Bianca Del Rio and actress Hanifa Wood are judges and each episode features two pairs of drag queens who compete to throw the most ridiculous drag dinner party complete with entertainment, oh, decoration, shoot. that's a good show. food, drinks, and then there's a kitschy theme. So uh-huh. the team who wins gets the glorious golden grater. It's a gold plated cheese grater because one team is great. the other team is greater (laughs) it is extremely campy and cheesy so you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it Mm -hmm. um it's not kid friendly. Darn
1: it, I was going to ask, because nope. I'm like, oh please please, nope. we need a new one oh, uh, no.
0: Given these drag queens know a thing or two around the English language All right. Uh, Dang. M- most, if not all, of the drag queens on the show were on RuPaul's Drag Race, so if you watch that show you will recognize them mm-hmm. um, and if you want to forget what's going on in the world for about 45 minutes, go ahead and check out uh, Drag Me to Dinner on Hulu On
1: Hulu, thank you That's a good suggestion Yeah. Alright So mine's a little closer to home. Uh, You know, I work as a collection development manager at the library. I'm in charge of the weeding. I weed all the adult books. And I also buy all the materials. To and be clear, weeding means you remove old I do. books. We're old books that no one wants to read anymore. Okay. They, don't have to be, they don't have to be that old, but just no one wants to read them. I also purchase all the books. And if a book has not gone out two times in six months, it's considered dead on arrival. And I am given a, a list of how much money I wasted buying these books. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have this algorithm that I use. And it is so judgy. So my goal <laughs> is to make sure these things go out at least two times. Uh, within a six-month period. And so I had this book I put it on display, I knew it wasn't going out a lot. Betsy, uh,
0: can't you just go and like check it
1: out yourself? No, I could get fired. <laughs> oh. Um, If I did that to a bunch of books. But, but there is one exception but, to that. I was going to say, but what if it's like Schmetzy Schmurd wants to
0: check out this
1: <laughs> book? <laughs> There's a new record here for Schmetzy Schmurd. She seems to like to check out many books that aren't popular. Hmm. No. Uh, but, as I say, there are some exceptions. For example, there is a book, The Way Home, A Celebration of sea ice islands food and family with over 100 recipes it's by cardia brown man i would put this book out constantly and no one was checking it out and i was like oh well and then i flipped through and i saw a recipe for cheesecake with a brown butter pecan glaze and my husband's birthday was coming up and he loves a cheesecake and b pecans and i was like oh it was meant to be and i checked that book out i did but you just said you could get fired yeah if i did like 30 of them if I did it regularly I can do one book that actually had something that I needed at the time that was done made that cheesecake the cheesecake was delicious now I'm gonna make uh, the biscuit recipe next because I did got some good recipes so I highly recommend The Way Home A Celebration of Sea Island's Food and Family with over 100 recipes by Cardia Brown okay okay <laughs> so yeah, we're coming up on ALA. Yay! Yay! We'll be around. We'll be wearing t shirts. Well or shirts, long sleeve shirts that have our podcast named on there. And we'll have stickers. And we will have stickers and you can come up to us and ask for a sticker and we may even give you one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh we have totally what it. day will we be doing it? We'll be doing like Saturday, I believe. Oh, we'll Saturday. Be, yeah, it'll be Saturday. Because I leave that night for the Philippines. Right. <laughs> and I am interviewing uh some national ambassadors the next day. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Saturday. On- so if you're at ALA and you are on the conference floor Uh, On Saturday.
0: Saturday, June 24th. You may
1: even get interviewed by us, because we will have a tiny mic. Tiny mic with tiny questions. With tiny questions. And we may ask you a question with our tiny mic. Yep. All right. And until uh, we use that tiny mic, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM, or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our past tense of drawn is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.